On this episode of the Real Talk podcast, we check in with Canadian recording artist Snow to talk about his new single with Daddy Yankee, Con Calma, which is now the number one song on Spotify worldwide. It's about to hit 250 million plays on YouTube and currently has a TikTok dance challenge that has gone viral. We also talk about making it in the music industry today compared to back in the 90s and reminisce about the informer days back in 92. All that and more on this episode of the Real Talk podcast. Amazing, man. How's everything with you? I mean, it, I think it's safe to say you have the number one song in the world right now. Oh, that's crazy, right? It's crazy. <laughs> what does it feel uh, like? How, how's, it, how's it been? It feels, uh, it feels good. It feels good to see how people are dancing to it and stuff because I never get to see that before. I never, you know, when it came out in 93, we didn't have the internet and get to see the people's reaction to so much to it. So it's good to see the people dancing and stuff and having fun to it. So it's kind of fun. You know? Yeah, like, so I'm seeing there's there's the Konkama challenge where there's thousands of people posting dances. Is that something that just fans kind of decided to do? Or did, did Daddy Yankee t- tell people to start dancing? Was that you? I think it was, I think it was the, 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 the crew in the video. Okay. You know, like, when, when once they saw the video, they were just, you know, they started to do the dance. Uh, challenge thing, you know. If it was just the video was just me and Daddy Yankee, I don't think there was, wouldn't be no dance crave or none of that kind of dance. I don't think you know people would be dancing to it, but it wouldn't be the dance crave. You know what I mean? So yeah, was, yeah. Like, I, I it was like the uh, it was the video, the video people made me move, made me want to do the challenge. But then I was like, nah, I'll just I'll, I'll pass, I'll sing instead. <laughs> <laughs> now the Kokama's clearly uh, like an homage to Informer. What? Yeah, wait when you say wait when you say informer. We're driving almost by the place where it happened, and there's a cop beside me driving beside me. Synchronicity, <laughs> <laughs> right? right there. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, sir. Go ahead, we came informer. If I get pulled over and there's a live over, I get pulled over. I go back to the east, man. We got live. We have it on record. We have it on record. <laughs> Keep it live. <laughs> no. But well, yeah, I'm saying is though. It's a it's it's an homage to Informer. It seems like there's there's clear reference to it. What what made you think like, hey, you know what? It's time to bring this vibe back, and you know you're introducing it to a whole new generation, right? Uh, that was Daddy Yankee. That was uh, playing skills. You know, that was them. That was them loving the song, growing up to the song. Me not knowing that they were loving the song and growing up, and then all of a sudden I get a phone call. They're like, yo, Daddy Yankee wants to do your song, Informer. And I'm like, all right, well, let me hear how it sounds, you know, because, you know, Daddy Yankee's big and I like Daddy Yankee's, but I got to hear it first, you know, maybe come out not the way I like it. Then I'm going to be like, nah, I don't really like it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, especially if it's a classic song, you, you got to make sure you're doing it, doing it justice. And I think you guys yeah. got it right. Oh, yeah. When he sent it back to me. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Then the video, when I saw the video edit and stuff, I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. So every yeah. day, it's just been amazing with that. So, you know, it's um, it's been good. You know, big up Toronto. Did you do you guys shoot that in, in Toronto? Uh, he did his he did his part in LA, and I did mine in in uh, Toronto. Nice man. Yeah. So, uh, what was the process like for the recording? Was it the same type of deal where? He recorded in Toronto, he did in L.A., and then it was mixed up? Yeah, he did his part, and then 
uh, Juan and Johnny from Rich Music, they flew up from Miami. They flew up to my place, and then we just did my part. And then send it back to them, and then they chop it up, put it out. And then I was like, ah, this is perfect, you know? And it was perfect that they used just enough of me, you know? It wasn't like overbearing, you know? It was just enough just right there. So maybe there could be a remix or something, you know? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But you know what I mean? That'd be cool, man. That's dope. Now, what has it been like? You had a huge hit in the 90s before, you know, downloading and back when CDs were big. And now to have, you know, that same kind of success happening when the game's changed, what What's it? What's the difference been like? Uh, it's the same. I guess it would be different if I read all the art, uh, all the all the comments and all that kind of stuff. Then it'd be different. Then my head, my whole my whole mind would be whatever kind of different. But I don't read none of that, so it's just the same as not even knowing. But it's just crazy how it spreads so fast to different countries and stuff, and and you get to see that you know the, the country's loving it. So yeah. I don't know. It's just. Uh, it's the same, you know what I mean? It's the same, 2000, 90, 18, 22, 58, 62, you know? What about for, you know, kids or new artists? Would you say it was more difficult to make it back then, or would you say it's more difficult now? Oh, way back then. Way back then to make it. No like, internet. Yeah, and, and, and you had to have people that are going to put up the money, the producing, the, the, the studio time. The big, this is, and then there was only big studios. There wasn't studios in your house. There wasn't little things, you know what I mean? So there was only a couple producers, too. You know, there was a handful of producers, especially in, in America for hip-hop and all that. There was a hit back then. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, uh, sure. now it's like everybody's producing, everybody's going, everybody's flying out there. And, but now it's better because you can practice more. Like I, my first informer video, that was the first time I've ever been in front of a, a camera. I didn't get wow. to practice. I didn't get to do nothing. I don't know how, it, how if I did whatever I did, but I'm just saying these kids now, they could do a YouTube video, look at me like, no, I don't like how that looks. I don't like that move right there. Boom, practice it up. Right? So they're, they're, they're crafting their skill much, you know, in that way. Uh, uh, better than uh, we did, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. These kids have a phone basically before they can talk, so it's way different. Oh yeah, it's th- it's their world. I'm living yeah. in their world. It's like, oh well, <laughs> these kids, these no, these these kids, they teach us. It's, you know, this is their world. So, totally you know, he just you- did it. But Daddy Yankee just did it ex- exactly right. You know, exactly. But to me, you know what I mean? When I heard it and, and, and I was like, ah, oh, this is exactly. The verses are all different. The verses are not like informer verses. You know, he killed the verses, did totally different. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. But yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they sampled it, but it's cool to have the original artist on it too. I mean, you don't see that too often. <laughs> last time I think, last time I think you saw it was, um, Aerosmith and Run DMC. Yeah. <laughs> Walk this way. Yeah. Remember? Aerosmith wasn't really, you know, they were just ding, 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 ding. And then uh, Run DMC came back and boom, in their career, you know, it's almost like a Daddy Yankee Snow thing, but yeah, it's cool. Totally, man. I saw yeah. a little while back, um, I saw a clip of, of Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake singing yeah. in Swarmer. Oh, sure yeah. I saw that. Did, yeah, did, yeah. They reach, did they reach out to you, or is that something that you stumbled upon? No, I got to give permission for them to sing it, so it's not. 
so they just randomly reached out to you and you're like, wow, yeah, Warner Brothers. Warner okay. Brothers, they, yeah, they get a hold of me. They say, okay, this person wants to do this. And I say, no, this person wants to do that. And then I say, no. <laughs> or I say, yeah, it's like Jim Carrey. Like, you know, when he did Imposter, I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Can you We're talk actually, a bit about... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Look at all the lights. <laughs> We're actually passing the place where I got I got charged with it for the two attempt murders that I wrote the song in for. Really? I'm actually, yeah, I'm driving in the car, boom, passing it. And the ambulance just passed by, too. We're passing it right now. I'm just painting the pictures. <laughs> where it all started. See? Where it all started. 401 and the Don Valley Parkway. Would you say that Toronto has played a big role throughout your career? Allenbury, yes. Okay. Allenbury. That's where I grew up. You know, that's where I grew up, the place I grew up in. That's my, that's taught me everything. Everything I know taught me how to be kind, taught me how to have respect for elders, taught me how to do this and other things I, I don't do no more. And <laughs> you know what, yeah. you know, but yeah, growing up in Toronto has been beautiful because we have multiple, multiple cultures. Like the side may have Jamaicans, Trinidadians, Irish, Newfies, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of it all together. And was just like, ah. If I would lived in New York or something, I'd be in Hell's Kitchen. I'd be in Irish in Hell's Kitchen. I'd be with the Westies right now, probably doing 30 years. <laughs> you know? So Toronto's a beautiful place. Yeah, man. You're blessed to be here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Can you talk to me a bit about um, the reggae slash reggaeton genre? I, I feel like, you know, in the last few years, reggaeton and then hints of reggae have really made it more mainstream than maybe, say, 10 years ago. How have you found? How have you found that? How have you been adjusting to that? Oh, um, yeah, it's been getting like huge, especially with this Daddy Daddy Yankee blew it back up. Like he came out years and years ago, and then came back out, with, you know, and killed it again. So yeah, it's just it's just it has the beat. It has the, the heartbeat, the reggae heartbeat. Look at these two, these two, yeah. So it has the reggae heartbeat and and, and it's fun. You know what I mean? It has a nice vibe. It has the nice uh, uh, singing stylish stuff that I like, you know? So, you know, some of it I like, some of it I don't like, some of the reggae I like, some of it I don't like, some of the rock I like, some of the rock I don't like. But, <laughs> you know, so. Awesome, man. Well, before I let you go, I'm just curious, when can we, when can we look forward to some new snow? I'm going to the studio right now, so that's what I'm doing, and um, just, I've always just been in the studio just doing stuff and doing this and doing that and I throw it out there. If it don't work, it don't work. If it does, it does. And whatever. You know, like my next song, if it goes up, it blows up, it don't, it don't. I'm perfect. Either way. I was perfect with it without it. So I'm just going to, you know, just do some music and do whatever. I got my Irish flute. <laughs> Dope, man. Well, honestly... Yeah. Sounds nice. Are you sampling that next record? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sounds nice, man. Well, honestly, thank you so much for your time, bro. I really appreciate it. Thank you, brother. And uh, real talk, man. Real, real. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Go to drapehalemusic.com to sign up for my mailing list. I'll be sending out monthly links on the latest social media news updates and giving you the latest artist interviews to keep you updated on what's going on in the music industry and music media.